0: Welcome to MLB Injury Insight, a podcast powered by Dynasty One-Stop featuring Doctor of Physical Therapy Nick Savalli, Providing you all you need to know about injuries, player timelines, and more. So you can make informed decisions in your fantasy baseball leagues. Now here's your host, Dr. Nick Savali. Hello and welcome to another episode of MLB Injury Insight. You're here with Nick Savali, Doctor of Physical Therapy. And We are here to cover the MLB weekend injuries and First up on this list is the most important fantasy player on the list Jordan Alvarez Alvarez has hit the IL with oblique discomfort Most likely this is a grade one strain if they haven't already ruled him out for over a month Um, multiple multiple reports have said a variety of different estimations for when he'll come back. Two to four weeks, four to six weeks, and it's hard to say early on, so it's possible that they really don't know, uh, but the Astros have a history of being a little bit deceptive with the way they kind of uh, publicly report their injuries, so um, they could be hiding something here, they could be kind of playing games with the media, who knows, but If we can assume that it's a grade one strain of the oblique, it should be a a shorter timetable than someone like say a Suzuki earlier this year, but maybe we're looking at like a three to four week window and that's what I think we can all kind of optimistically hope for. Hopefully it's less than a month. Uh, If the Astros continue to coast through the AL West, you could potentially see them try to stretch it out through the all-star break, that would give him an extra few days. I wouldn't be shocked if they kept him out until then just to be safe. But going forward, when he comes back, just like Suzuki, this should not affect his production going forward. I don't anticipate him to be any less of a hitter. It's just a matter of how long it takes for him to get back. Uh, Julio Urias has been working on a rehab uh, assignment. And he has one more start to make according to manager Dave Roberts. And that left hamstring has been feeling better for Urias, but they want him to get stretched out a little bit more. So we can expect him back sometime in late June. And uh, we'll have to take a look at his velocity numbers because that left leg is what pushes off and helps create a lot of the velocity for a left-handed thrower. So we'll have to look at his uh, extension from the mound towards home plate. That'll be key to see how long, how far he's striding out, as well as his velocity. If both those numbers are down, my first assumption would be he's not feeling 100% yet, so we'll have to look at that when those numbers become available. Next up, we have Chris Sale, and he has been transferred to the 60-day injured list from the 15-day. Uh, he is dealing with a stress reaction in his scapula, which is actually very similar to what Jacob DeGrom was dealing with before the year started. So Chris Sale will have most likely a similar timetable where it's going to be a couple months worth of healing for that bone and bone healing takes about eight to 12 weeks. Normally he is somebody who is getting up there a little bit in age, so he might not heal quite as quickly as a, a 21 year old pitcher. But just with the number of injuries he has had over the last three or four years, this is a pretty big blow to anyone who took the risk picking him up this year. Um, you stuck with him this far, so it's unlikely you're going to try to trade him. But if you're running out of IL spots, he might be someone you consider dropping because I don't think he's going to be back really throwing at five to six inning lengths until probably late August if I had to guess because he's going to have to ramp up again. So you might just get a month of him at the end of the season and it's time to decide if that is worth hanging on. Next up is Liam Hendricks. He was one of the best stories coming into this past month. He was making a return to Major League Baseball after getting a scary cancer diagnosis earlier in the year and that led him to miss the entirety of spring training in the early part of the season. But now he's dealing with uh, right elbow inflammation and that is obviously his throwing arm, something to be very concerned with if you are the White Sox or any Liam Hendricks managers. Uh, He wasn't immediately thrust back into that closer role but it seems like he or the White Sox may have, have rushed back a little bit and maybe it's just overloading the elbow. This may have nothing to do with him rushing back either and just the fact that the body takes a massive beating going through any type of chemo and cancer treatments and probably just didn't have the amount of resilience and energy that he normally would have going into a year. And Major League pitchers usually start getting their throwing program going in December just to prepare for April. So he didn't have that four-month wind-up to get to where he needs to get to, probably a bit rushed as as it relates to a normal year. So this year is going to be an interesting one for Liam Hendricks, the fantasy player. But I think as long as he gets back out on the mound and remains healthy, and uh, we can see him in a major league uniform, I, a lot of people are going to be happy about that. So we will keep our eyes on Liam Hendricks. It seems like a little bit of rest might do him some good. Vinny Pasquantino, first baseman for the Royals, uh, has a, is dealing with a shoulder injury, and it seems like this is very similar to the injury he dealt with last year. One thing I want to look out for with Vinny Pasquantino is what his swing speed and his exit velocities look like when he returns. Whenever you're dealing with a shoulder injury, especially as a bigger hitter with a, a big, strong swing, that is going to really limit your ability to decelerate the bat and what that does if you're not confident in decelerating the bat you're not going to swing as hard and that's not necessarily a conscious decision you're going to make but subconsciously there might be a little hesitation in the swing so we'll want to look at his spray chart if he starts hitting some fly balls to the left side going opposite field with it or uh, just unable to get on top of the high fastball, that could be a little bit related to his swing speed. We also want to look at his exit velocities and his swing and miss on pitches inside the zone. If all those are decreased when he get back, it could be a sign that he may be returned too soon or there's still something going on. Um, it's never good to have a recurring soft tissue injury. It tells us that either the way you swing or move is something that that muscle can't handle or it never healed properly in the first place. So uh, we're going to have to take a look at Vinny P and hope that he gets better soon, but really take a look at those metrics I mentioned when he returns. Ben Joyce uh, has been said to have sustained some ulnar nerve injury and uh, they somehow classify this as really good news He's dealing with ulnar neuritis in his right arm, and I think they were just happy it wasn't a tear of the UCL, which would require, require Tommy John's surgery. And I guess you can be happy about that, but ulnar neuritis is not something that should be taken lightly either. Your ulnar nerve is inflamed. That nerve runs right between the two bones in your elbow, right under that ligament, so Maybe the ligament isn't damaged now, but it's very clear that that part of the body is taking on a crazy amount of stress to the point where it's starting to become inflamed and irritated, and I don't think that surprises too many people considering how hard he throws, and a lot of people have felt that that would ultimately lead to Tommy John surgery. Some of the reasoning behind that is valid and warranted, and some of the reasoning is just people see that he throws hard and says, oh, he's going to get Tommy John, which is little bit of lazy analysis but uh, there is some concern that this ulnar neuritis is going to be an ongoing issue for him and you see this a lot when young players come up to the major leagues they start overthrowing and especially the guys who can come up and hit triple digits on that radar gun they want to impress and uh, this could be him overthrowing a little bit so maybe he will learn his lesson dial it down to a point where he can still be effective, but we'll have to see when he comes back. And we'll look a lot at the spin rates and the speeds and see if that ulnar nerve is still causing any pain in the elbow. We also want to be very careful of any shoulder injuries to try and compensate for that elbow. So it'll be a constant monitoring of Ben Joyce, but considering he doesn't really have a closer role, he's pretty droppable in redraft leagues that are shallow. Uh, He's probably going to be out for at least a few weeks here. And lastly, I wanted to touch on Jorge Polanco, another recurring soft tissue injury, a moderate hamstring strain according to the MRI they just got done, and Polanco will be out for probably months, not weeks. Um, Very unfortunate for the twins and Polanco. This is something he had been trying to come back from last year, which bled into this season a little bit. But uh, it doesn't look like Polanco is going to be receiving any regular playing time for a little while. This could be maybe uh, mid to late August before we see him. Fairly similar to the Chris Sale timeline. And we'll get more updates as they're given. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of MLB Injury Insight. You can find me at on Twitter at Siva one That's N-I-C-O-C-I-V-A and the number one. And we'll talk to you next week. Everybody have a great time watching baseball.